welcome to Paradolia. I'm your host, Jason Chin. Thanks for listening to the very first episode. Now, what is Paradolia? Now, the word itself, I first encountered while reading about uh, alien abductions. I wanted to know more. And part of the reason Paradolia came up was that it's the word that means the human subconscious tendency or human tendency to see patterns out of randomness. So the word struck me. I wrote it down, and I, I liked it very much. And when I was considering doing a new podcast about people I know and some of the interesting jobs I know people have or interesting hobbies they have, particularly in the world of improv, I thought it would be great for that. And that's part of what we're doing with improv, isn't it? We're supposed to be looking for patterns out of seemingly random chaos. So it'll be a little NPR-ish. Uh, it's mostly just interviews with people I find interesting or people who have lives who I think other people might find interesting as well. And, of course, they're all connected to the world of improv. I've been doing improv in Chicago for about, oh boy, 16 years now. And I've been teaching and coaching and directing. And it's, um, I guess you might say it is my life. It is what I do. I practice what I preach. I perform. I teach. I write about it. I'm the author of a book, Long Form Improvisation and the Art of Zen. And using Zen techniques and using long-form improvisation techniques, um, they've made me very curious. And they've made me curious about the world I live in and my friends and what they do in their worlds. So I hope you like today's episode. Uh, here we go. Hi. <laughs> uh, uh, we're here with my guest, Tina Jackson. Hello, Tina. And uh, Tina, what is your, uh, who employs you nowadays? Um, you know, I've got several employers. Uh -huh. <laughs> um, the job that pays the rent and the health insurance uh, is working for the Department of Children and Family Services for the state of Illinois. Wow. So there's that. Uh, very thankful for the salary and benefits. Mm -hmm. um, probably more interesting uh, is that I work for Zombie Army Productions. Mm -hmm. Now we're going to go back to we're going to talk about both these companies because well, we they seem they're, both, they're very related. Uh, you know, high esteemed. Tell me about uh, Zombie Army Productions. How did you get involved with them? Um, Zombie Army Productions is a production company out of Chicago that produces haunted houses and movies. Um, we're getting into laser tag. Um, we're going to have a laser tag facility, um, and kind of. Uh, we do a lot of party planning. We do zombie prom and a, a couple of other big parties throughout the year. Um, and we just kind of specialize in dark, I don't want to say arts. Dark art sounds different. Um, <laughs> <laughs> dark entertainment. Mm -hmm. uh, so clearly haunted houses and, and zombie prom would be part of that. Now, he here's the reason that you, you're my first guest. Okay. Um, for as long as I've known you, which may be about five years now. Uh, Is it that long? It's uh, been about, it's four plus years. I'm yeah. going on five. So just about five years. Uh, and in that time, the the genre, let's say, of zombies has, has exploded. Mm -hmm. But ever since I've known you, you've been into that kind of, let's say, macabre yeah. genre. Absolutely. Always. always. And I, I always thought that was cool because I'm into that too. Yeah. Um, but you took it the next step while many... I'll come right out and say it. A lot of girls yeah. say, oh, I love zombies. I love this. I'm like, okay, that's great. You yeah, watch yeah, TV sure. shows. You read the books. You took it to the next mm, level. Yeah. And I love that. Yeah. I like people who wear their passions on their sleeve. And that's maybe really, okay, yeah. you You and I were just discussing what this podcast is going to be about in general. Sure. I think that's it. Okay. People great. who wear their passions on their sleeves. That's me, for sure. Absolutely. Uh, if I love something, I'm all in. That's great. I don't love something halfway. Yeah. So. I love that. 
Yeah. So a Zombie Army's production. How did you get involved with that? Um, did you start this company? Or? No, no, okay. no. Um, the company's run by John LaFlamboy. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, I know John. In, yeah, yeah. He's in, an actor and producer in Chicago. And he started Zombie, production, Zombie Army Productions, I think, about 16 years ago. Mm-hmm. So it's been his baby for a long time. That wow. This thing has been, he's been into it for a while. Going on and, and he's a young guy. He's, he's <laughs> for, yeah, 16 exactly. years. That's amazing. Yeah, exactly. Uh, they started it right out of college, and um, it wasn't always Zombie Army Productions, mm-hmm. but Statesville Haunted Prison has been run by them, you know, it's been owned mm-hmm. and operated by them. By Zombie Army? By, yeah, by okay. Zombie Army for 16 years, and um, wow. it just sort of, uh, you know, it started as a passion of his for party planning, and uh, grew into this big haunted <laughs> industry, and now we're, you know, Statesville is voted number one in Chicago. I saw that. Uh, you know... The last, I think, out of the last twelve years, it's been ten, ten out of twelve years. Chicago is a great uh, city and state for that sort of thing. It's close oh, enough yeah. to the city, and then you could just drive out to where there's tons of land to do all kinds of mm-hmm. weird things. Yeah, because Statesville is actually um, built within two barns hmm. out in Lockport, Illinois, uh, which is near Juliet. So it's outside the city; it's about an hour away. So if you're coming from the city, it's kind of a drive, um, but it's so worth it. It's it's humongous. Um, they put a lot of money into it, a lot of special effects, tons of actors who are well-trained mm. um, <laughs> and uh, are really in your face. They don't touch, but um, it's a really intense experience, and people scream and cry and pee themselves and run away. <laughs> um, and it's hilarious and wonderful to be a part of. And How did just, you get involved? Um, well, I, my father and brother and I, when I was in high school, had done a haunt uh, in California, um, at Knott's Berry Farm, uh, just kind of volunteered and said this would be a fun thing to do, and it turned out it really was, and it was just a weird random thing that my dad and my brother and I did. Um, and I sort of kept that with me in the back of my head, that there's something I did that I really enjoyed doing. And then last year, I lost my job in September, mm-hmm. uh, when my company kind of fell apart, and, um... So I was jobless in September and looking toward October and looking for a job and saw, <laughs> saw finally the opportunity for me to really embrace this passion that I've had to put it on my sleeve and say, listen, I don't have anything else I'm doing. I might as well be a zombie for a month. And so <laughs> I went to this audition and they cast me and I lived for a month as a zombie and I worked at the, the Fear at Navy Pier, mm-hmm. um, which is their other haunted house, which wasn't open this year, but... You know, it was last year when I worked there. I remember. And uh, and so I worked there last year and just had the time of my life dressing up every day and meeting all these totally weird people who have these weird, ridiculous talents like fire spinning and martial arts and like people who <laughs> like from all walks of life who would kind of converge on this haunted house once, you know, once mm-hmm. a year um, and just had the best time ever. And, um, you know, became friends with John, who runs the company, and he kind of kept me around throughout the year and I helped out with different events and um, planning different, I mean like planning zombie prom and decorate, I was on the decorating committee and that kind of thing. <laughs> um, and, you know, so stayed involved throughout the year and then when the when the peer decided they didn't want the fear there this year, um, I moved to Statesville. Yeah. So I was working at Statesville this year, their big haunted house. Mm, I wonder why they stopped. 
Uh, I know exactly why they stopped. And it was basically the peers under new ownership. Yeah. And so they wanted to put us in a really weird location. And John was like, no. Yeah. But, um, I like that. Yeah. He, I mean, he's, he's got real control over the company. So he, uh, you know, he has enough, uh, I don't know, pride in yeah. his company. That yeah. He's, that's awesome. He's not really going to take shit. Yeah. Um, so he uh, decided that we could stand the year live without here. That's and, awesome. You know, he's looking for a new location for next year. And we're working on laser tags. So there's plenty of other stuff we're doing. Um, you know, that he didn't, he mm. didn't really see a need to do the fear in a terrible location mm. if it was going to hurt his company. Now the laser tag. Now, if you don't, if you can't discuss it, let me know. Yeah. Is there's it? really not a lot that I know. Okay. Uh, it's a very new development and I haven't been uh, deeply involved mm. in the production. Would there be it? zombies in it and people have zo- a laser tag? You know, I don't know if we're going to make it zombie themed or not. I assume there will be part of that just uh-huh. because we, I, we just love it so much. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm not, uh, I'm not altogether too positive what the theming of it'll be, but I know that they're going to be really high quality. Games. Yeah. <laughs> I'm uh, very see, excited about the for game. For me, it, with evolutionary biology and evolutionary psychology, I think uh, we've evolved to the point where we don't, we exercise just to stay alive. Mm-hmm. And evolutionarily, um, fear enzymes and the, the, we might die keep us alive longer because our biological genes are like, well, we, we're running for our lives. We, we would have sure. to stay I mean, alive I longer. I think that could definitely be part of it. I don't know too much about that, but I know that like... According to my experiments. Right, I was going to say, yeah, I see all the labs set up. It's a... Um, yeah, I just I think the adrenaline rush is something that people really live for, and it's and some people just hate it, um, you know, like hate being in line at the haunted house, hate being on yeah. the campus, and it's like I don't know why you're here. Yeah. Um, but the people who love being scared, and I've always been one of those people who I love the thrill of getting to the top of the roller coaster and looking down the other <laughs> side. Um, I love driving into t- inclement weather. Um, I, you know, like I love that sort of adrenaline rush, like I might be in a movie right now and I'm going to do something kind of dangerous, but I'm going to be okay. And Mm -hmm. if I really need to pull off to the side of the road because it's hailing too hard for me to see, I'm going to do it. What's the most physically dangerous thing you've ever done? Um, I mean, I've done bungee jumping. I've gone skydiving twice. Um, I've never tried parasailing or hang gliding, I think would be terrifying, but I'd like to try it. Yeah. Physically dangerous. I might. I might go like skydiving or bungee yeah. jumping, um, but I do. I love that that thrill, and then and I've always been a haunted house girl, and mm-hmm. zombie, like you know, I've always loved zombie stuff, as we talked about. But, <laughs> um, now at Statesville, um, you're what do they call the do they call the performers? Um, yeah, I, I mean we call it a cast, we call it a show, um, because we're all putting on characters sure. and and stuff like that. Um, and and they're actors, um, but generally I just call them the zombies. Mm-hmm. I'm going out with zombies tonight. What do you uh, What do you play? Um, Did my, you play? Yes, I, my character is Cleo. Uh, it's a character that I made up myself. Um, and um, I guess if I was going to be described as anything, it'd be uh, a zombie. Probably. I'm I'm definitely dead. Um, <laughs> I have dark eyes and a dark mouth, and my uh, sort of my cheekbones kind of stick mm-hmm. out, and uh, I wear crazy dreadlocks and a big coat, um, and kind of my scare. Some people are like more of the scurry around in the dirt 
uh, kind of scares or the pop out of something scares. There are a lot of different ways that you can scare people. Um, I have these white contacts that I wear. That, I, I saw. That they're frightening. They're and if you look at your podcast right now, if you're watching, if you're listening to this on iTunes or on your iPod or iPhone, you can see a picture of Tina in her makeup right now. Yeah. It's um, it's terrifying. Like I, the Do the contacts hurt? No. I mean, really? they're just like wearing regular contacts. Really? Wow. They have no prescription in them, so... Um, you know, I see a little bit worse than I normally would, but that's because I need to wear contacts. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it's kind of like wearing sunglasses indoors. Like everything's a little dimmer than it hmm. should be, but it's all pretty clear. Yeah. Um, I don't have any problem with depth perception and they don't hurt. That's great. Um, they just kind of dim my vision a little bit. Um, and I, and people are so unnerved by it. I'm unnerved by looking in the mirror. But, like, people, especially who don't know me or who are prepared for the scare, who are in line and waiting, because um, uh, I work out front. Okay. I, work, I work in the line. Um, it, they're so unnerved by it that I just stare at them. I really, I do so little, but I physically commit to mm-hmm. it. And I will stare at people for 15, 20 minutes at a time. That's a great design for you because. I will not let them go. Yeah, just normally you have big eyes. Yeah. So just all white would be very unnerving. Yeah, it's very unnerving is because. Uh, I mean, in anybody it would be, but I specifically do have really big eyes, and I can, I, I think I've, you know, in 26 years, have figured out how to really use them to my advantage in whatever case I need yeah. them. Um, so I, I really love, and I, and I found it really organically this year, is like I tried a bunch of different things, and what really worked was staring at people as long as they could handle it. Yeah. And it really bugs That's them. That's awesome. And like look away and they'll talk to their friends but they'll keep they'll keep checking back in to make sure I'm still there mm-hmm. and then if they think I leave I'm like I have crept around to the yeah. other side like I just <laughs> won't let them go um, and we got several comments on the Facebook or hauntedhousechicago.com where people leave reviews for the different haunted houses and stuff that were like that girl with the white eyes was the scariest thing I've ever seen and I was like yes <laughs> I am so done here my greatest victory <laughs> Uh, were these comments on now that. uh the cast of the zombies mm-hmm. uh do you create that character in that like i know say barnum and bailey circus they cr- the clowns create a character and that is mm-hmm. their clown character that's what they'll play for the rest of their life yeah um that's kind of um john within reason will let you be your own character is um you know we have a clown room and we have a maniac ward um with a whole <laughs> bunch of mental patients and um, you know, we have several different rooms where it's like within that room, you know, here are the rules of the room. Here are the things that these characters can do. But basically, you can create your own character. That's if fine. you're the guy that comes out of this bush, mm-hmm. you can be that whatever bush guy you want to be. Is there a terminology for um, different kind? Like, are you a line walker? Is that a... Or what um, is it, we call it front of house. Okay, um, front of house. Yeah, they're... Oh, that's in, just like a theater. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> There's the in-staff, uh, the in-house staff, um, and they're the... The, you know, the people who work in the mm. different rooms now within there's, the house. Like, I know there's um, just, uh, like, someone who pretends to be part of the room, like, oh, look, a mannequin, but then they're alive. Yeah, I is mean, that that's a, part Is of, there a terminology that for that? Too. Is that a terminology? Is there a term for that? No, I mean... Like, you're a poser. You're a chaser. <laughs> a poser and a chaser. No, I mean, I think I sort of have things that I, I call people in my head, but I don't mm-hmm. know that there's a There's no official term. Because um, to me, it's all like carny talk. Car- yeah, it is carny talk. I mean, if I called somebody a chaser, they would know who I was talking yeah. about. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and there are definitely those people. 
Um, Would you say are more men or more women likely to scream? Scream? Yeah. Because when I see photos or stuff of horror, I think it's always guys screaming. Uh, I think, well, guys in general, of course, that whole manly machismo thing. Yeah. Um, I I like scaring guys better because um, <laughs> the girls are so easy. Mm. You know what I mean? Like the girls, uh, especially if they come in a group of girls or if they're in the high school girls are the best and the worst of everything. Um, it's like, a, they scream so loud. It's quote. like, really? I get it. You're scared. <laughs> it's hilarious. So most of the line. Um, but I really love messing with the guys is because they are probably just as scared as the girls, mm-hmm. but they're just their way of showing it is like by not making eye contact. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so if I catch somebody not making eye contact with me, that's who I know I'm going to get. Um, as I, uh, I've talked to a couple of the other guys who work front of house with me in the line and they know that whoever I lock onto that's the weak link that's their weak (laughs) link because i've got an eye to find the weak link is i i will pace up and down the line and look at everyone and i will and i will try you know pass by several enough times that that they know i'm there and that if they're gonna look at me they're gonna look at me and if they're not looking at me (laughs) i'm gonna find you everything you've said about eye contact and picking out the weak links that's Mm -hmm. uh the same thing cops and prison guards say yeah uh, I think if you have an eye for it, you have an eye for it, and and I've had just I've had several of the front of line people uh, say say to me, it was like you just find them, and I sometimes I travel with these like six foot guys who are like just a foot and a half taller than me, <laughs> um, and they're just huge, and they're like, but then all of a sudden they'll just decide randomly, you know, put up their hood and just not look at me, and I'm like, I'm gonna get in your hood. <laughs> Like you're you're running, I'm gonna chase you. <laughs> like I, I I have a job here and it's to terrify you and I'm going to. Are there some jobs that are more prized than other jobs? Like is it, within the house? Yeah. Um, I would say um, you know, like front of house staff you sort of work up to, um, mostly because um the rules within the house are in, you know, include, you know, touching and they're really specific things because within the house if if something goes wrong you're kind of trapped mm-hmm. um and so the rules in the house are a little bit more stringent than the rules outside the house and so the people who work out front know that you know when you're walking up and down a line full of people you might bump into somebody and it's going to be okay you know don't hate anybody you know the rules still apply but they are within mm-hmm. caution and you know the stilt walker he grabs people's heads and stuff but it's all within Within reason, but it's like the people who work out front, you really have to trust to follow Mm. the rules to whatever point. And the rules are very malleable, obviously. Um, Not within the house, but outside the house, there are certain things that you can do that are not acceptable. Like what? Well, mostly the touching Touching, yeah. Um, uh, But then again, it's the kind of thing like we um, sort of, not one of the jobs, but one of the things that ends up happening in the front of house is when we're messing with people out front while they're waiting in line, we sort of pick out the people who would maybe have a bad reaction in the house. Mm. Uh, not a bad reaction like, I'm too scared. Uh, those people are on their own, you know. But the people <laughs> who come and they have been drinking and they could hit one of our actors, you know, because their reaction is yeah. to lash out. Um, and so we have a rule. We have a code red rule, which is if you're going to... Uh, if 
if you rear back and hit one of the actors, obviously we pull you out of the house. You can't you mm-hmm. can't go through the house anymore yeah. if you're going to hit our actors. If the reaction is, ah, you scared me and I accidentally hit you in the face, that's fair game. You're too close and, you know, you got mm-hmm. hit. Good scare, way to go. <laughs> um, but that's not a code red. A code red is calling back and hitting someone. Um, and there are several of them every year. Op- and, yeah. and, I mean, over and over again it'll happen. Uh, I say several a year, but it's really like many a year. I can imagine. Um, you know, so we sort of like, uh, uh, and there's one guy in particular who's really good at finding these people and just kind of not instigating a fight, but just like, if you're going to hit me, you're going to hit anybody in there. Yeah. So he gets it's hit a lot. It's almost a test, <laughs> so yeah. So he gets hit a lot, but he pulls people out of the line and says, you got to go. And he's, we've got security guards for that, yeah. too. It's Patrick Swayze from Roadhouse. Yeah, exactly. And he gives that little speech. <laughs> yeah. 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 That's, uh, that's Stalker. So he uh, he does it. Wait, wait what's his name? What, his name's Jeff. No, Walker. no, no. I don't know. What's, what'd Stalker. you call him? Stalker. Yeah. That's great. <laughs> that's, his, that's what we call him. And do they call you Cleo? Um, they don't. Uh, they don't call me Cleo too much. Um, yeah, mostly Tina. Mm. Um, <laughs> mostly. But my but my character's name is Cleo. So yeah. when I put when I put the eyes in, when I get my makeup done, when I have the dreads in and the coat, uh, I I to me am Cleo. Mm-hmm. Cleo is somebody that I made up. How long does it take you? Um, it takes a while. Uh, the costume, not so much the contacts flip right in, but the makeup. Um, it's a lot of makeup. It's a lot of makeup. And um, uh, my friend Barbie is the one that does the makeup, Barbie Hood. And um, she just does a fantastic job with it. And so she's one of the makeup artists at Statesville. There are seven or eight of them probably. And um, she's the one that I kind of wait for. And so it's... Yeah. It, it, Mine takes longer, and I, I'm one of the last ones to get my makeup done because I'm, I would like to wait and have her take sure. her time with me mm-hmm. because um, the front of house, I get such a good reaction, and so many people take pictures with me. And yeah, you're you the know, most like you're in the light the most as well. I imagine. Yeah, yeah, and we're in the light because we're in the tent, so um, people see it a lot more, and so it's got to be really good. And not that the make- other makeup artists aren't good. It's just yeah. they're. We're cranking out 150 kids a night. You also, I think you found a rapport with this particular person. Oh, yeah, yeah. And so she helped me kind of create that character Mm -hmm. just by giving me the face of what Cleo would look like. When I was a kid, I was obsessed with not only the video thriller, but Mm -hmm. the making of thriller. Oh, yeah. I watched that entire videotape maybe a million times. Yeah, it's so much fun to watch. I haven't done it in a long time now that we say it, but um, I love, I mean, I love watching making of monster Mm -hmm. movies all the time anyway. When I was a kid, I wanted to be Tom Savini. I was... Obsessed with him. I had all the books. I had makeup tests. And my mom was so worried. Poor mom. <laughs> Poor mom. Yeah. yeah. My son wants to be a horror movie makeup person. Not a mo- in the movies. He wants yeah. to be horror movie. And it was, and yeah. that was the era of really fucked up horror movies. That was, sure. uh, I'll date myself, mid-70s, late-70s. Mm-hmm. So that was Butcher, Maniac, Texas Chainsaw. And that was not a fun time for my mom. No, probably not. And I love that. So I, sure. I love that you're oh, doing yeah. this. It's Wonderful. Um, yeah, and that's one thing within the next year is like I'm I'm terrible at makeup. I don't even wear makeup on a daily basis um, because I'm awful at it. Um, <laughs> terrible girl. Um, but I would like to within the next year learn how to. If not, you know, I don't want. I, I don't know that I could be as good as Barbie is, but you know, to do some like horror movie mm-hmm. makeup myself on myself or other people, just because that's a skill that I want to have that mm-hmm. I do not currently possess so that's something i want to work on for the next year and then also uh barbie has asked me to do some like kind of makeup modeling for her um as far as like 
like full body horror, wow. like dismemberment, mm-hmm. blood, guts, gore kind of stuff. And I don't even know what all that's going to entail yet, uh, but it is going to be spectacular. It's going to be like a whole day of makeup. Wow. And then uh, probably a photo shoot that's just like, and it's mostly, you know, to show off her, her talents, but I'll just sure. sit there forever and let her do whatever. Wow. I can barely sit was. for a 10 minute haircut. I don't yeah. like it. No, I've gotten really good at it because I do it all the time. Yeah. And, and so that, that makeup that Cleo has takes about half an hour. Um, or at least 25 minutes. Um, and this is going to be head and torso and legs and whatever whatever else. I don't know. Would you be interested in doing horror movies? Oh, I'd love that, actually. Yeah. I am hilarious. Um, <laughs> ha- recently auditioned for a zombie movie where I would be playing the lead role of a cheerleader my favorite part. So that's cliche. What's, that's what's hilarious about it. Because it's going to be a terrible movie. <laughs> just awful. The sides are hilarious um, and just wretched. And uh, the auditions, it's its a movie that's filming in LA and I think Arizona. Um, so the auditions have been video auditions, which we've hmm. really kind of had a ball with. I think you've seen a couple of those yeah. videos. Um, that was an audition for this movie. And it was just kind of like, let's have as much fun with a video audition as you could possibly have. <laughs> it's not a standard, hi, I'm Tina Jackson, I'm represented by Melinda. No, 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 it's not that. It is like a short film. And we uh, take credit for everything except the terrible dialogue. <laughs> um, but it's been really fun. So we made it through the callbacks, and we're sort of waiting to hear on that. But I think they're filming in January. So I don't know if not hearing hmm. anything by now means we didn't get it. That's fun. We had a really good time. But... Um, but I did get a call back for the lead in a zombie movie. So I'm going to put that on my That's pretty awesome. my personal checklist. <laughs> <laughs> now, has anyone ever just strapped a camera on and walked through Statesville? Um, yeah, we do it. Um, we did it last year at the Fear, I know, for like some promotional stuff that we were going to do this year, which we didn't end up doing because mm-hmm. we didn't end up having yeah. the Fear. But we do have um, people all the time who walk through with cameras who are sanctioned by us, oh, okay. you know, not, not people... Uh, we tell you to put your cameras away when you get in the house uh, in general. Uh, but there's a, a camera crew that sort of follows around the zombie army, um, you know, and not our daily activities, but checking in with us every once in a while. There's a, a web series about us that's Days of the Living Dead. Oh, that's great. Um, and so we're on YouTube, and I think there's a website, which I should know, Days of the Living Days of the Living Dead. Dead. Look it up. Uh, Google it. Google it. Um, and it's about the zombie army, and it's about our it's about our build. Is how we build the haunted house. It's our it's our behind the That's scenes great. of thriller. Um, and it's, it takes place during our run and before our run and after our run. There's an episode about zombie prom. There's an episode about uh, some of the different conventions we go to. We go to a bunch of conventions. I just got back from Philadelphia for the Legendary Haunt tour. Um, where we go and represent the zombie army and we look at a bunch of haunted houses and say, oh, we like that. Hmm. That would be good at Statesville. So was it, was it like devices or ideas? I mean, uh, the, the haunt tour? The Philadelphia, yeah, the Philadelphia. Uh, that was um, two haunted houses, um, one uh, Penhurst Asylum mm-hmm. uh, that is an actual old shutdown asylum campus that's like 15 or 16 buildings that they turned into like a haunted community. Uh, where they have uh, several events and houses and things yeah. uh, uh, on this dilapidated, scary-ass, creepy. creepy, very creepy 
um, asylum campus, and the other one is uh, right in the city of Pennsylvania. Or so it was an actual haunted. Oh yeah, okay. and we went through. We went around the around the campus and through the haunts, and they kept them open one extra weekend mm-hmm. for us. And That's awesome. people from all over the country kind of descended on Philadelphia to look at these these two haunts. Hmm. The other one took place at um, Eastern State Penitentiary, which is an old penitentiary. And so they have a, a haunted uh, haunt there uh, that's themed like a prison uh, and takes place in a real old prison. And it's so great. Um, so the whole thing was really great, but it was just like, and especially that one was fun to look at just because, um, you know, our, our haunt is a prison also. Mm-hmm. So what are they doing that, not that we could directly copy, but what could we adapt for mm-hmm. what Statesville does and um, or what does Penhurst, the asylum, what does the asylum do that that we could do in our maniac ward? Or, you know, what do you like? What do you don't like? Uh, the Both of the, actually the, the asylum one you could touch. And it was like, do we like that? Do we like, you know, like what? It was, it was kind of a research project. Yeah. A research. Yeah. Project. Well, yeah, I like that. Yeah, it was awesome. Um, so that was the first convention that I've been to, but they've done, you know, they do several a year <laughs> where they go to, uh, Columbus or Flashback mm-hmm. or whatever and, and do a bunch of haunt related activities. That's awesome. When I was, a, uh, I was a marketing director for a computer company mm-hmm. and I was in charge of computer conventions and I would decide which ones we went to and I got to go to each one and that was super fun. And it's the same thing pretty much yeah. like, oh, we should do this. We should do that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's, a it's, lot of drinking it's, and restauranting. Exactly. And the other part of it is, yeah, just like a lot of networking. And, and John has this huge network of people that he knows and <laughs> and works with. And that's how they came up with the idea for the laser tags. They mm-hmm. met somebody at a convention and they started thinking about it. And, you know, and so now we're doing laser tag. That's awesome. Yep. That's going to be really fun. So I wanted to start my own gym. Mm-hmm. But the gym would be you come in two, three times a week and you have 35 minutes to get out of this maze. And after five minutes, we release the zombies. Hilarious. And so it gets your adrenaline up and you're running and mm-hmm. the ways we move it every time you play it. So it's always oh, a different good. thing. So the walls are always moving. Yeah. And so it's a good 45-minute workout and we change it each time. And then after zombies, after two months, we'll change it to something else. Sure. Something else. Yeah. That's good. Because I think running for your life is a better workout than anything else. Way better. Yeah, because you have a reason. Yeah. It's not just like, I want to get trim. <laughs> I think when I was a kid, I ran for my life a lot. I think I, I was always, terrible. it's, oh, it's absolutely true. I mean, we, we were dumb. Some of them were, it's, it was our own fault. And some of it, we were um, actually being chased by bullies or by evil tow truck operators. Um, well, we attacked them. So it's kind of sure. our fault, but we did run for our lives quite a bit. Sure. And I think I never, I haven't spoke to my, I don't really don't talk to my brother about that a lot, but I would wonder like, do you look upon that fondly or with dread? Because it was, I mean, we probably would have been killed. Absolutely would have been killed. <laughs> One time I did get caught. I got the shit beat out of me, but you get the shit beat out of you. You're a kid. You'll live. Yeah. But, uh, the, yeah, we probably would have been murdered. There and we go. There's not a better workout. No, probably not. I think that's maybe why, like, I'm haunted houses I enjoy as an intellectual exercise. Mm-hmm. But walking through it, I'm like, all right, you can't touch me. That's not a real chainsaw. So I walk through it, and it doesn't, I don't like, like, same, I don't go on roller coasters because I don't find them fun. <laughs> I'm like, all right, if I fall out and die, that's yeah. operator mistake. It's not fun. I think fun. a lot of it is like the willing suspension of disbelief. Yeah, absolutely. Like you have to, I mean, when I'm going through haunted houses now, I'm looking 
kind of as you know within the industry is like I'm looking at the sets, I'm looking at the props, uh, I'm looking at the jumps, and so I'm not enjoying the haunted house the same way that I used to. I'm enjoying it in a different way. The you way took that, a magic class. The way that film critics look at films yeah. in a different way, as you know, differently than like people who watch a movie. Mm-hmm. Um, it, you you look with a different eye. You saw the sausage being made. Uh, yeah, exactly. And so, uh, which and I don't mind it. I I like going through haunted houses that way, but I don't get the same adrenaline like I used to get. Mm. Uh, with it, I'm looking with an excited eye, and it's the adrenaline is a different mm. kind of adrenaline. Conversely, like that's how good the w- next one that blows your mind. Mm-hmm. That's how good that one will be. Well, yeah, exactly. It's like, and yeah, when film critics say this movie blew my mind, it's like you see a lot of movies. Yeah. You you probably really liked this mm-hmm. one. That's how I feel about sketch shows and improv shows. Oh, I yeah. I mean, compared to some people, Let's I haven't seen any, but I've jaded. seen a lot. Yeah, yeah. you get jaded and like. I know what you're gonna. I, if I can predict the next scene, you're not yeah. doing it well. Yeah, or, but then, conversely, I'm like, you're a kid. What do you? You yeah. just started. Yeah, yeah. And I, I'm starting to feel that way too. And I haven't been around as long, and I am getting weary of improv. Yeah, if that's awful to say, but not at all. Um, I've just seen a lot, and I know where you're going with it. Mm-hmm. And I've seen this scene twice. Yeah, that's why times. I always encourage experimentation. Mm-hmm. And, but comfortable experimentation. Like, don't be weird just to be weird. Right. But do something interesting for yourself. Right. Yeah. I mean, I think all of it within reason. Yeah. You can <laughs> really make something new out of something old. But. Um, this may seem like a tangent, but it's still in the genre. Bring it. Um, do you watch Walking Dead? I love The Walking Dead. Yeah. I'm behind right now because I was working through it in October. <laughs> I was and busy so, being a zombie. Uh, yeah, exactly. So I'm not... I, I saw the premiere, but I haven't seen the rest of them yet. But they're... You know, mm-hmm. they're at home, and I'm waiting. Good. I'm gonna watch them, Did you and read I the love comic? them. Huh? Did you do no, the comic book? I asked my mother for them for Christmas. <laughs> the whole like the first forty-eight. There's a ton of them now. Yeah. yeah. So That's I asked great. for the first forty-eight because I haven't, but I would really, really mm-hmm. like to. Um, so uh, I haven't gotten into that as much, but I'm I'm interested. I've read some of them online, mm-hmm. but I would like to just have yeah. them. And the, f- I guess and the the fun thing is uh, reading them in trades. It's a lot more fun. So you just zip right through them mm-hmm. instead of going, what? And then waiting a month. That yeah. drives me up a wall. Mm-hmm. And the TV series, I think it's pretty good. Mm-hmm. Uh, Steve Yoon is mm-hmm. a Chicago, Chicago improviser. Guy. So yeah. happy. So proud of him. Absolutely. Uh, and this season he has sex. So, so I'm very yeah, pleased. Significant role. Yes, sure. I'm very pleased. They gave him, he spoke more in the third episode of this season than he did the entire first season. Yeah. I mean, with an ensemble cast like that, and you get everybody's backstory like, you know, a little bit. Yeah. Um, but I, season two, I would imagine you're going to get a lot more. Yeah. A lot more backstory, a lot more meat mm-hmm. for each of the characters. So I'm. Oh, I'm so happy you liked it. Oh, I love it. Good, good, good. Uh, I love it because it's it's. I mean, it's a TV show, but it's cinematic quality. It's like so. It's so excellent, and they're not afraid of silence, which is one of my favorite things. Is like they have long periods where mm-hmm. nobody talks, and everybody's just reaction to something, something or horrible. like taking something in, <laughs> or like it's just like a lot of. Oh God, I love. Yeah. I mean, I love embracing the silence, and that's something I do in improv too. But it's. Uh, so many shows, you know, for better or worse, no, no judgment really. It's just like zing, 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 uh, and I like the difference <laughs> in Walking Dead, which is just absolutely the opposite. And my dream would be uh, to be Chris Hardwick because mm-hmm. he has a show after it called The Talking Dead, and <laughs> yeah. it's just a talk show. And I'm he, like, yeah, oh boy, what a nerd show that is! That's yeah, great. Absolutely nerding out. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I've seen a couple of those episodes too. Now, did you um, read World War Z? I have World War Z that I just got, and I have not read it yet. Okay. 
So I'm I'm kind of boning up on my uh, my zombie literature right now. <laughs> Got the Zen of Zombie for last Christmas. <laughs> uh, actually, it was funny. Last Christmas, I pretty much almost exclusively got either zombie movies, zombie books, zombie T-shirts from friends and family. Like they were just like, "Oh, this is your thing now. I'll embrace that." Yeah, is that okay with you? Yeah, I'm totally fine with it. I just have so many zombie T-shirts. It's just yeah hard to go out without wearing one. <laughs> I'm a zombie. Everybody knows it. Now, your other job. Oh, yeah. I work with babies. What do you do? Um, Specifically, uh, I work with the children who are zero to five years old, who are in the foster system Mm -hmm. and have already been taken away from their biological families for a variety of terrible reasons. Um, And I am sort of, I'm, I'm an office rat, so I don't specifically see all the children all the time. Um, or very often even, but um, I basically work with screeners and people who are, uh, you know, into child early childhood development mm-hmm. and make sure that the kids who come into the system, whatever's happened to them medically or traumatically or whatever, um, that they get a screening to make sure that whatever kind of de- developmental help they need, that I can then refer them to the right people. Mm-hmm. So I do sort of the middle management, which is, you screen that person, you let me know, and then I let other people know. So I read a lot of terrible things, yes. um, but I don't I don't work directly well, with children. Yeah. But I do all the office stuff that makes yeah. sure that now that they're hopefully on the up and up, they'll keep going up. Yeah, but you end up knowing everything about the child. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, yeah I'm, I sit on a lot of privileged information, yeah. and confidentiality stuff. I think, and knowing how long have you been doing that? Since April. Since April? Yeah. Yeah. I imagine being the zombie might be a good release. Yeah. Uh, it, it definitely is. Uh, it's funny that you say release because uh, there are a lot of people, uh, a lot of the people who work at Statesville are high school kids. And they're the kids that, uh, I don't want to say don't have friends, but they're the weird kids. Yeah. Um, if you're working at a haunted house and you're in high school, you're probably weird. <laughs> Um, and we say that kind of unabashedly. is like, sure. just let your freak fly. Yeah. Uh, How were you in high school? Fly? I was Freak flag fly. Right. That's the thing. That's hard to I say. I just couldn't say it. I can't say it. Um, you asked about me in high school. Yeah. Um, I was uh, I was a nerd, too, but I was the little Christian nerd. <laughs> I hung out at youth group. And oh, awesome. I had all my Bible study friends. And I, you know, and I did theater. Uh but I wasn't invited to all of the theater parties because there was drinking and smoking and mm. drug using, and I was not. A, I did not approve of that. Where was this? What's uh, in Shaker Heights, Ohio. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Um, and I didn't, you know, I, I was probably really judgmental looking back on it, and I'm certainly not that anymore. Um, but it's it's funny because I was just not. I was not the freak. I did not let my freak flag fly <laughs> <laughs> in high school. Uh, and it really, really came out later that I had a freak flag. <laughs> hey, what is this? Hey, it's a I know, I just uncovered it. It's my freak flag. I uncovered it, I think, in the middle of college where I was like, That's great. I'm not like everyone else. I, I, my wish is for everyone to find theirs oh, and yeah. to wave it. Yeah, proudly. Yeah. Yeah, I think uh, once I sort of embraced who, and college really helped me with that, is, and I think it helps a lot of people, is to decide who you're going to be what you want to do, what you know, what your true desires are for your life, and to sort of head on the path to that. Mm-hmm. And for the, me, that meant not finishing school and moving to Chicago and <laughs> pursuing art and 
the undead. Yeah. I guess. Yeah, that's great. I'm glad. Uh, yeah, no, I'm super. You seem glad happy. Too. You seem happy oh, about it. Oh yeah, I am. Uh, there was, you know, certainly a period of years when my parents were not happy. Yeah. But <laughs> they've forgiven me. <laughs> I found my. I like. Um, I think when I found all my life, I categorized or cataloged. I have this phenomenal memory for movies and especially especially comedy movies and just trivia and stuff like that. And to mm-hmm. find it useful in my adult life mm-hmm. is mind-blowing to me and then probably mm-hmm. the adults in my life probably don't realize that yeah but you know it's good that i know every abacus style movie by heart yeah <laughs> that's true it's true uh and i mean i think improv is one of those things that you can do that no matter what skill or where you came from like it'll all come in handy sometime yeah which is super fun <laughs> uh and zombieing has been a little bit of that for me too which is just like uh, some of the improv patience that I learned, you know, like through improv comes in handy when I'm staring at somebody for 20 minutes, you know, um, when you just like set your feet in the ground and say, this is my character. I'm not backing mm-hmm. down. I can change and adapt when I need to. But this is who I am. This is who I'm going to be to you for the next 20 minutes. <laughs> um, I think I mean, I think anything you do besides improv can apply to improv. Mm-hmm. Do you think uh, so? What now for Statesville? Does it just shutter up for the winter, or? Um, yeah, we uh, you know took parts of it down and whatever, and we're uh, every year we rebuild. Um, it, so it's not a completely new haunted house, but we you know tear down this room and rebuild it. Um, <coughs> uh, so, for example, this year the clown room was completely new. So we have always had a clown room. This year it looks completely differently than it has. Um, next year. Um, actually, I don't know how privileged this information is, but, um, you know, there are going to be a lot more changes also, Mm. um, just ripping things out and building new things. So it'll always look different every year you come. I imagine that's part of the fun, really. Oh yeah. It's amazing. Um, and so there's going to be a lot, um, of new stuff going in. That'll be really fun. Um, so that build starts in March and until then, we're doing a lot of conventions. We've got the Zombie Army Christmas party. Um, <laughs> we, gosh, it's so ridiculous that this is my life. Um, and, you know, we do a lot of stuff in, in the off season, mm-hmm. as it were, <laughs> um, so that we're never, we're never really off. Uh, mm-hmm. It's not necessarily a full-time job, but it is a constant job. That's great. Yeah. That's wonderful. Awesome. That's really Well, that's it's great. awesome because the people, the people who need to be doing this are, always working yeah you know has Uh, there been a zombie wedding in the history of the world absolutely yeah (laughs) um yeah i've seen it on the blog people people send me (laughs) things anything that's zombie related that happens to the internet um will be sent to me within Mm -hmm. 24 hours did you see that couples i think they announced their engagement with the zombie and i love it because it's like you were not expecting it Oh, yeah, because it looks like a totally traditional, lovely Love couple. It. And I'm like, why am I looking at this thing? Why, yeah. did, why did Joe Schmo send this to me? <laughs> um, and then all of a sudden, it's amazing. Yeah. Um, yeah. And the conversation around my group of friends at that time surfaced as to which person would you choose to be in the back of your zombie engagement photos? You know? Ooh. And my answer was, how could I just pick one? I have so many zombie friends. Yeah, so many I would have a horde in the background. <laughs> so uh, my zombie engagement photos will involve lots and lots of running. <laughs> Terrible chasing. It'll be a chase scene. 
So uh, next year, sure. uh, do you think you'll be uh, front of house again? Uh, yeah, I love doing it, and uh, I got a lot of really good response from doing it. So um, I think that's that's definitely where I would like to be. Um, uh, pretty much whatever John asked me to do is kind of what I'm on board to do. That's he's, awesome. He's he's the boss. He's uh, and he has a good eye for kind of everything. So whatever he wants me to do is what I'm up for doing. That's great. Yeah, it's great. I can't wait to play uh, laser tech. Yeah, uh, it's going to be really, really, really fun. You know, I don't know how it's going to look yet. I don't know what it's going to be like. I don't know when it's opening, but all of it's exciting. Laser tech is the very second thing I did in Chicago when I moved here. That's great. We unpacked the truck, had nothing to do, and we said, hey, look what's next to this truck rental place. Hello. And we pl- it was just me and my friend. Apparently two there's men not playing. a lot of nope. places around here anymore, which no. is why we found like Chicago is a great market mm-hmm. because it's kind of untapped at the moment. There was one, and a fairly large one, mm-hmm. um, Webster Place, where the theater is, Webster Place oh, movie really? theater, in that complex, there was a laser tech oh, facility when I first moved here, but that was 16 years ago. Sure. Um, yeah, I I hadn't noticed it really until somebody said something about laser tech. I was like, no, you're right. I, I There are movie theaters and plenty of little, you know, black box theaters everywhere. And, I mean, you go outside the city a little bit and you got go-kart Mm-hmm. Tracks and stuff, but I I never hear anything about laser tag. So. I really hope the two combine laser tag and zombies. Yeah, I think that's uh, I think it's entirely possible. I cannot guarantee, confirm, or deny anything, but uh, <laughs> I I do think it's possible. Awesome. awesome. Well, Tina, thank you so much for coming. Well, thanks so much for having me. Thanks Jason. for being my first guest. Yay! Yay! Do, do you want to plug anything? Um, zombies. <laughs> Walking Dead. <laughs> No, I wasn't prepared for that question. <laughs> okay. Thank you. All right. Thanks. And that was my conversation with Tina Jackson with Zombie Army Productions. She's a swell gal. I've known her for a while. And uh, thank you so much for listening to Paradolia. Hope you enjoyed it. I'll be talking to various other people who have interesting lives and interesting hobbies. Um, if you're listening to the, us through iTunes, uh, give us a star rating or just tell a friend. And thank you so much. Again, my name is Jason Chen. I hope you have a great day. Thank you.